whether we like it or not, we all have personal brands because it's like a reputation or impression that others have of us. So we have a choice to be intentional about how we want to shape our story or image or impression or perception. In her book, Conversational Intelligence, Judith Glasser wrote, to get to the next level of greatness depends on the quality of our culture, which depends on the quality of our relationships, which depends on the quality of our conversations. Everything happens through conversations. Welcome to Conversations, powered by Quantivos. Welcome to this episode of Conversations. I'm Brian Gorman, your host and a coach here at Quantivos. And our guest today is Ray Paravich. Ray is also a coach with Quantivos. Welcome, Ray. Thank you, Brian. Thank you for inviting me. Great to be here. Our topic today is personal branding. But before we get there, I want to draw a little bit on your background in the advertising industry. Because really, and this is my outsider perspective, but the advertising industry is all about building and sustaining and promoting brands. When we think of Coca-Cola, that's a brand. When we think of Mountain Dew, that's another brand. When we think of Merck Pharmaceutical or Procter & Gamble or Delta Airlines or Norfolk Southern Railroad, each of those labels carries a very quick image for us, not only of the industry, but about the quality of the service or the product and, and you know who we might think might be associated with that particular organization. So my first question, Ray, is really from a, an advertising perspective when you were working in the industry, what were some of the key considerations in building brand awareness? Yeah, that's a really good question. And just to um, introduce myself a little bit, I used to be an art director and a creative professional at all levels, which meant heavier on the execution. And in branding process, there's so many different folks who are part of shaping the brand for the company. So there are strategy people, and then there are folks who manage accounts and things like that. And brand is important because it's the core of the company in terms of getting clear about who they are, whether it's what message that they want to set out or what communication or image or reputation that they want to help shape. And then that might lead to being able to be consistent. So if people don't know what they want to shoot for, their vision or whatever it is, then it might be easy to be all over the place in terms of how they're expressing themselves or messagings and so forth. So for me, that translates so instantly and quickly into personal brand. Yep. In so many ways, we are our own strategists, our own creative directors, uh, our own art directors, 
in how we show up, whether it's hair or clothing or makeup, or whether we show up five minutes early for every meeting or 15 minutes late, all of that goes into personal brand, whether we are consistent. Absolutely. And the thing is, whether we like it or not, we all have personal brands because it's like a reputation or impression that others have of us. So we have a choice to be intentional about how we want to shape our story or image or impression or perception. I really appreciate that call out, if you will. It's there. It's there. <laughs> the question is, did it arise just out of unintention or did it arise out of intention? Ray, as people think about their personal brand, and, and again, it's there whether you're on the front lines, whether you're um, you know, repairing airplane engines or um, working the, the call customer service center or you're up in the C-suite, you've got a brand. That's right. As people begin to think about yikes, <laughs> maybe maybe I should be paying attention to this. What are some of the questions to ask oneself? Yeah, that's a really good question. So I think it's easy to jump to the superficial one or external one, which is fun and understandable. But I do think that it might be helpful to start with internal self-awareness, self-reflection. So it could look like first the self-reflective piece would be, what do I want to be known for? What do I want other people's experience of me to be? How do I want to be perceived? So those are some of the essential questions. One of the things, and we actually address personal branding in a few of our programs, including with our Watering Seeds program, which is for individuals coming out of college, typically entering the workplace for the first time, but coming out of underserved communities where they don't necessarily have role models in their lives that have showed them the way. One of the things we really encourage is to ask others how they see you because your brand, yes, it's about how you want to show up, but how others see you showing up may be something different than you think you're projecting. Yeah, you're, you're right on with that. So the, one of the exercises that I love doing with my clients and then also actually for myself as well <laughs> is that asking at least 10 people in your circle and make sure it's diverse from your personal connection to your professional connection. Um, and then maybe your direct report to your, you know, folks you report to, to give you adjectives to describe you. And some adjective may surprise you, some may be expected, and then just really soliciting feedback that way. And then making a word cloud so that you know what adjective is having many votes, and then what are some of the unique ones to describe you? I like that little mechanic of the word cloud because I can decide that I want to make this adjective bigger. I want to make it more pronounced in how people experience me. 
So I can really, again, go back to, I can create my own strategy for how do I get people to see me as more thoughtful and reflective instead of just shot out of a barrel reactive, for example. Exactly. Yeah. And that's where the intention and action needs to align. So one could intend to appear that way, but if their action is not aligning, then that feels fake. And authenticity is the key in personal branding. Because I think people nowadays really have a high, what do you call it? Like a, a meter or detector? BS meter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I didn't say it, you said it. <laughs> exactly. I use two letters, not, not more. <laughs> <laughs> and again, Ray, you and I have both worked in large organizational settings, and we both have witnessed those people who proudly announce that they worked all night in the office, and, and their perception is they are branding themselves as loyal, dedicated, hardworking, committed to success, on and on and on. And then we witness them spend the eight or nine or 10 hours we're in the office going around telling the story about how they worked eight or nine or 10 hours last night and, and the disconnect there. Yeah, exactly. The disconnect is, is again, part of the brand. Exactly. And that's not their intent, right? They want to be perceived as a hardworking person. Another thing is awareness of. Well, how is that almost like a hustle culture behavior projecting to others? Is it inclusive? Is it being the role model that you want to be? So there's like so many different ways that one behavior could impact. And so I feel like the personal branding itself is a process of clarifying and defining and then communicating or expressing your unique qualities and values. But in the process, there is a lot of self-reflective piece, self-awareness piece, and all of that stuff that might sometimes feel complicated. And I think that's where having someone like a coach could be useful to hold space for that process. One of the things that I think is important about the brand is it's there the minute we walk into the room, it's there the minute our camera comes on on the screen, and people begin to define the box. So I am a Caucasian male, and that comes with a whole set of assumptions and expectations about how I show up. You're not Caucasian and you're female. And that again comes with a whole set of presumptions, assumptions, expectations about how you should show up. How do we, in essence, break that brand that others assume, break those stereotypes that others assume just by our initial appearance. Yeah. So you said stereotypes and there are biases and those are, I think, biases are a natural um, behavior that we have. Um, so this is where intention comes to play, I do think, that much like what I did in corporate branding, setting intention of crafting the brand and also understanding what it is that you want to communicate. 
So going back to the word cloud, what is it that you want to you want people to experience? So it's almost like taking control of the narrative. It, it kind of sounds like, I don't know. I don't love the sound of it, but you can take, you can't really control what other people think of you, but you can at least try to control the narrative that you want to project that's authentic to who you are instead of having the stereotypes define you. So I recently learned this term called um, identity reductionism, which is basically oversimplification of who you are from other people's perspective based on stereotypes. And that's horrible. <laughs> it, it didn't sound good when you said it. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's horrible. So we're so much richer than that with our each like unique experiences and stories. I want to build on that a little bit because one of the things I spend a lot of time coaching leaders on today is the importance of getting beyond role in relationship to people. Because again, you know, if I'm dealing with an accounting clerk, I'm dealing with that person differently than if I'm dealing with Mary or Tom. And again, just like our appearances, those roles that define us put us in boxes that are not the fullness and richness of who we are. That is so true. And and I think so many organizations, you know, first of all, nothing against you, Ray, but if our relationship was team member to supervisor, I'm going to be less invested than if it's Brian to Ray. But beyond that, when Ray gets to know Brian as a member of her team, she gets to know a whole other piece of why he loves to get up and go to work in the morning, um, what other skills he has that maybe we need on this team, but we never knew he had because they weren't in his job description, et cetera, et cetera. So it really is, and part of where I think I want us to go is part of that is the individual really being intentional about building their brand in full awareness of who they are and what they, they bring to the environment but also the responsibility of the supervisor, the manager, the leader, whatever that title is, to create the environment that allows that brand to flourish. Yeah. And I'm hearing humanity and empathy in what you're sharing. And especially, I think, on in the remote environment, it's it can be a little bit difficult where everything is like, half an hour, the agenda, we need to get through this. And I'm starting to feel like the importance of watercolors at this point, where we could share our stories or that piece of the extra outside of what we do. Yeah. And, and just having those conversations, making the time, even if it's virtually, to have that cup of water or that, that cup of coffee or that, you know, drink after work. You don't even have to worry about driving home. Yeah. Personal brand. It's about everything we do. Just a, a couple of stories and, and 
I know many of our listeners have heard at least one, if not more of these before, but a year and a half ago, I was with the top 15 leaders of a 10,000 plus blue collar division in, in one of the Quantivos clients. And, and the head of the division came in one morning and he said, as of tomorrow, we have a new dress code, blue jeans or chinos, button down shirt, dress or polo. And this one gentleman and all of that leadership team were men said, but I like my dress pants. And the, the leader said, like them on your own time. They're sending a message about us and our position that is not appropriate to the culture that we're looking to develop here. So everything we do contributes to our brand. And as I was using that word contribute, I almost pulled back, but I think it's right. It may be a negative contribution. Yeah. And it is a contribution that is a shaper to that brand. Ray, what else is important for people to think about in terms of building and sustaining and evolving their brand? Yeah, I think when we think about personal branding, it may feel irrelevant because the term feels like a um, business buzzword or something like that. But as we touched on earlier, everybody has a personal brand. So I think creating that time for ourselves to check in and even after building personal brand to say, how am I in alignment with this personal brand? So for instance, as an entrepreneur myself, I constantly pivot. It could be little shimmy pivot or it could be a big, big pivot, but all those points, not that you have to do it like on a daily basis, but I check in with how am I being perceived right now versus what do I want to be known for now? What are some of the keywords that I want people to associate me with? Um, so having that, if we don't have the time to do that, and if we're busy executing or going through the task of whatever we have to do, then it might be difficult to be consistent in whatever we don't know what to be consistent about. Your personal brand really is about how you live at work today. It's about what doors do or don't open up to you in the future. And it's about the legacy that you leave behind. And I think all of those things make, and, and I'm going to use your word here again, uh, make being intentional about how we brand ourselves so freaking important yeah and then also the executional piece too that it's not that you have to come up with your logo all of a sudden <laughs> you could um but as you said earlier it is about how we're showing up the way we might set intentions behind how we're talking how we're dressing how our hair is or even our background um, do you have a blurred background or do you have, you know, a, a background that's not blurred and what's in your background? Is the laundry piled on the bed behind you? <laughs> exactly. Every single thing 
tells a story. And is that a story that you want to tell? So right before we wrap up, one last question. Why is personal branding so important to you? So I grew up in Japan where the culture valued group cohesion and harmony, which came with an expectation of conformity. That was really constraining to me. So back in school, we all wore uniforms. I went to all girls school and wearing the same thing. I started to notice what made us different and unique, which sparked a profound curiosity in individuality and then also self-expression. And back in the day, the U.S. seemed like a good place to be to explore that. So I made the bold decision to move to the U.S. on my own when I was 15 to attend high school of the arts in Massachusetts. And I had the best time. But fast forward to corporate America, where I spent 17 years, I often find myself to be the only, the only one woman of color, the only immigrant, the only Asian person in the room quite often. So even though I kind of stood out as a minority, that didn't quite translate to being seen or being heard. So there was this like a paradox of blending in too much in the homogenous culture in Japan and being the only yet not feeling seen in the U.S. So all of my life, or I would say most of my life, I've wrestled with questions around identity and perception, like how am I being seen when people don't know me? How am I seen? after people get to know me? And then also, how do I want to be perceived? And what do I need to do to be perceived that way? And then also, how do I want to show up? So all of the questions around identity and perception has been very present, sometimes not by choice. Um, I just didn't know that, you know, it was called personal branding until Tom Peters coined the term in the article, I think, called brand called you in fast company in 1997. So it has been sort of like, um, like almost like a, a coping mechanism or survival tactic. But I'm happy to say that I've been able to transform this into like an empowerment tool for alignment and self-expression. Ray Paravich, thank you so much for this conversation. Thank you. I'm going to be working on my brand. Me too. <laughs>